This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse joining you from Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. That is where the Guardians are taking on the Texas Rangers this weekend and what could be a very happy weekend for this ball club as they continue to close in on an American League Central Division crown. They could win it as early as Sunday here in Texas. Coming up on our show this week, we will visit with the latest rookie to make his major league debut and make an impact, Will Brennan, the fine outfielder for the Guardians. Miles Straw will stop by as well. He's the Guardians' outstanding center fielder, and we'll do a, a complete wrap-up on the farm system with Director of Player Development, Rob Serfolio. But first, the week in review, nothing but wins for the Guardians as they take apart their closest competitors in the American League Central Division. First off, finishing off the Twins in a five-game series that concluded on Monday back at Progressive Field. The Twins came in with hopes of staying in the race, but the Guardians would end up taking four of the five games played to effectively end the playoff hopes for Minnesota. And they completed that series with a big win on Monday, fifth and final game, and the Guardians jumped in front in the first inning with two men on and Josh Naylor at the plate. Here's the pitch. And it's swung on and driven high and deep to right. Forget about it. Beyond the seats, into the concourse area in right. And Josh Naylor, what a shot in the arm for this ball club. And he will take a mighty slow trot around the bases. In the second inning, Stephen Kwan drove in another run. Curveball swung on, ripped toward right center, and diving is Walner. Can't make the catch. Ball gets by him, goes to the wall. Straw to score. Quan around second, on his way to third with another triple. He is second in the league in triples with six. And Cleveland with a 4-0 lead. Minnesota came back with two in the fourth, another in the sixth. That made it a one-run game at 4-3. But in the bottom of the sixth inning, Ahmed Rosario... Got all three runs back with one swing. Pitch swung and built to deep left field. This ball gone! A three-run home run to the porch and left. 
by Ahmed Rosario. He now has in this series 10 hits and 11 RBIs. And in the eighth, Luke Maley went deep. Right-hander against right-hander. Here it comes. Swung on, hit high in the air to deep left field. This ball's got a chance. Gone! Luke Maley has hit his third home run. 8-4 Cleveland here in the bottom of the eighth. The Guardians tacked on three more in that eighth inning to make it an 11-4 lead. And then Sam Henches was on in the ninth to finish things up. Jermaine Palacios bounces one to short, throw to first, ball game. And the Guardians dominate the Twins in the season series, going 13-6 against Minnesota. And they've pretty much made this a two-team race. So with the Twins now in the rearview mirror, it was on to Chicago Tuesday night to open up a three-game series against the Guardians' closest pursuers, the Chicago White Sox. And Tuesday was one of the great games of the season and typical of this Guardian season in that it was a back-and-forth battle that went extra innings, and you can probably guess who came out on top. The Guardians got on the board in the second, a sack fly from Austin Hedges, but that was it until the sixth when Chicago erupted for three runs to take a 3-1 to lead. In the seventh, the Guardians would answer, starting with Stephen Kwan. The set in the pitch, and it swung on line drive, base hit into left center. Quan's third hit. That'll score Miller. Hedges will stop at second. And Quan comes through with his 41st RBI. And the Guardians now trail it by a score of 3-2. to two. And then Jose Ramirez even things up. Here it comes. Swung on, grounded toward third. In the hole, backhanded by Andrews. Jump throw to first. Not in time. Game tied as Benson scores. An infield single and an RBI for Jose Ramirez. It stayed tied through nine, and on to extra innings they went. And in the tenth, Josh Naylor delivered the go-ahead run. Here's the set, and here is the pitch. Swung on line drive, base hit into center. Cleveland takes the lead. Ramirez hits second. He's going to third. Throw to third. Head first slide. The tag. Safe! And Josh Naylor comes through again with a go-ahead RBI single to center. Oscar Gonzalez added a sacrifice fly to make it a 5-3 lead. But in the bottom of the 10th inning, Chicago responded with two runs of their own to tie the game once again, this time at 5, and we were on to the 11th inning. In the top of the 11th, the Guardians regained the lead thanks to the hot-hitting Miles Straw. Now the 2-2. Swung on, yanked to left field, base hit down the line. It'll go to the wall. That'll score Jimenez and Miller. Straw hits second, big turn, holds with a double. And once again, the Guardians score two. The next man up was Stephen Kwan. Deakman's pitch, swung on, line drive, base hit to center. Straw hits third, he'll be waved home. Luis Robert throw to the plate, cut off. In with a head first slide is Straw, and Quan has come through again. A four hit night. Cleveland added two more in the top of the 11th inning to make it a 10 to 5 lead, and that would be plenty with Brian Shaw on to finish it up in the bottom of the 11th inning. Now the 1 0 pitch. Swung on a little flare into center. Out goes Rosario, makes the catch. Ball game, and a fist pump 
by Ahmed Rosario in shallow center. And the Guardians outlast the White Sox in 11 innings. They clinch the season series, thus that critical first tiebreaker, and they push Chicago five games back and Minnesota eight games back. Boy, and that really seemed to take the starch out of anything that the White Sox would have for the Guardians the next two nights. On Wednesday, Cleveland again got it started in the very first inning, scoring the game's first run on a Chicago error, and then added one more thanks to hustle from Andre Jimenez. Andres Jimenez grounds it to third, backhanded knockdown by Moncada, but he doesn't field it cleanly. Rolls into foul ground, into scores, Naylor. Gonzalez goes to second, and that'll be an RBI base hit for Jimenez. Now it's 2-0. In the third inning, Jimenez drove in another run to make it a 3-0 lead, and then Will Brennan, making his major league debut, delivered his first big league hit. Lynn taking a long, long look in. The right-hander checks second, comes to the plate. The pitch banged up the middle. There's a base hit into center. Gonzalez will score on his way to third as Jimenez. And Will Brennan in his second major league at bat has his parents and grandparents with smiles from here to Kansas City. 4 nothing Guardians. In the fourth, Stephen Kwan continued his bid to be American League Rookie of the Year. Here's Lynn's pitch, and Kwan swings and launches high and deep to right, way back. Home run, Stephen Kwan. Number five for Kwan, and the Guardians now lead it 6 nothing. It was 6-1 to one Guardians in the seventh when Josh Naylor removed all doubt. Now Naylor awaiting the 1-0 pitch. Here it comes. Swung on, this is drilled. Deep right center field. This ball is gone. A line drive, two-run home run to right center. And Josh Naylor continues to be a one-man wrecking crew against the White Sox. He gives Cleveland an 8-1 to lead. And on the mound, Tristan McKenzie put together one of his best outings of the season. The pitch swung on and missed. So McKenzie strikes out Abreu, 13 in the game. We'll go to the ninth, and the Guardians have just about sucked the life out of this White Sox club. And the final score in this one, 8-2 Cleveland, and it was on to Thursday to see if they could complete a three-game series sweep. And another good start in this one, two men on in the first inning. Andre Jimenez would drive in the game's first run. The left-handed hitting Jimenez shows bunt, lays one down third baseline. It's a great bunt, and it'll be an RBI single. No play was made by Cueto or Moncada. What a great bunt down the third baseline by Jimenez. The White Sox tied it with a run of their own in the bottom of the first, but in the third, Jose Ramirez with a sack fly put the Guardians back on top 2-1. to one. And then in the fifth, Stephen Kwan kept it rolling. Up there now, a straw, good base stealer at first, and there's a swing and a line drive, right center, headed to the gap. It splits the gap, rolls to the wall. Straws flying to third, being waved around. He will score. On his way to third is Quan. He's in safely with an RBI triple. And the Guardians are now in front, 3-1. to one. And on the mound, Shane Bieber was terrific as usual. And in the ninth, Emmanuel Classe came on to close things out. Classe is ready. 
The 2 2 pitch to Grandall. A swing and a chopper to third. Ramirez gloves, sets, throws, ball game. And the sweep is complete. And the Guardians reduce their magic number to five. And they wipe out Chicago in three straight games. And while it's not over, it's all but over. As the Guardians are inching closer to their 11th American League Central Division title. They win it tonight, 4-2. to two. So it was a three-game series sweep of the White Sox, dropping the magic number down to five, heading to Texas for a three-game series with the Rangers. And that started on Friday night. Rangers took the early lead with two runs in the second inning. But as they so often do, the Guardians answered, scoring a run in the fourth on a Texas error. And then in the sixth, they really got it going, first with Josh Naylor. The pitch... And Naylor sends one in the air high, deep to right. It is off the wall. In to score is Quan. Ramirez is into third. And Naylor ties it up at 2-2 with a double off the wall in right field. And Josh Naylor off a left-hander, no less. Next, it was Oscar Gonzalez. Now the 0-1 pitch. Swung on line drive, base hit to center. That'll score Ramirez. Naylor will stop at third. Guardians take the lead 3-2. Oscar Gonzalez rifles an RBI single to center to put Cleveland up. That's RBI number 39. Andre Jimenez followed with an RBI single to make it 4-2. And then Will Brennan continued to show that he belongs at the major league level. The pitch to him. And he sends a line drive to center. That's another hit. Scoring is Gonzalez. Jimenez coming home. Throw to the plate up the third baseline. Gets away from Ploiecki. Backed up by Hearn. As sliding in safely as Jimenez. And Will Brennan is making a statement that come postseason, he's got to be in the lineup. And on the mound, Cody Morris with five solid innings was in line for his first win in the major leagues with Emmanuel Classe on to close things out in the ninth. Classe brings the hands up and he lets it fly. Swung and drilled on the ground up the middle. Club by Jimenez flips to second for the out. Ball game. And the Guardians' magic number is down to three. So there's your wrap on a great week that was for the Guardians who can now wrap up the American League Central Division title as early as Sunday here in Texas. If they win on Saturday night and the White Sox lose, then the Guardians have that opportunity on Sunday to clinch the American League Central Division crown. We'll see how it goes this weekend. When we come back on our show, we'll visit with the rookie, Will Brennan. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas, where the Guardians are playing the Rangers this weekend. Will Brennan is here. We've heard a lot about him during his minor league season when he drove in more than 100 runs between AA and AAA. He got the call to make his major league debut on Wednesday night in Chicago. Came up with two hits in that ball game. Drove in a run. Got all that out of the way. And we had a chance to visit with him the very next day. And he says it wasn't until after the game ended that he was able to take a breath and let it all sink in. Yeah, I think I did when uh, when my family came down on the field. I think I uh, was able to, you know, look up and look at the entire stadium and take a breath and soak it all in. And it was just a, a special moment to have them on the field with me. Yeah, I saw you down there, and, and, and what goes through your mind when when you see them initially? Is it hard to keep your emotions in check? Absolutely. I, I mean, I couldn't find them during the game. Um, I could hear them, but I couldn't find them. And uh, it was like playing Where's Waldo, but. <laughs> When I saw them, it was immediate tears from me, my grandma, and my mom. We just embraced, and it was a special moment. When you look at last night, I mean, you're right in a pennant race, so it, it's not like it's a September call-up for a team that's struggling and, and you get a chance to play. I mean, you're counted on to do some things. And uh, Did you welcome that because of, of the type of team this is? 100%. I mean, pressure creates diamonds, and, you know, we, we want to win the Central and then, you know, go make a playoff push. And I think I... Uh, I'm going to help this team win best I can, and that's all I'm going to do. Stephen Kwan's had a big season and uh, had another just tremendous game last night. And I know Terry Francona had mentioned there's some similarities there. Uh, honored to be in that conversation, the, the way it's gone for him in his rookie season. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's honestly too gracious. Kwan's on a different level as a player. Um, I have a lot of work to do, but... Um, what he does is special day in and day out, and now I get to, to witness it in person. You know, we got to see it on, in, on the TV in Columbus, but now I'm seeing it in person. And, I mean, he's the same kind of guy. You know, he, he knows his role, and he's going to execute, and that's what he does. I'm guessing a ton of moments yesterday you'll remember forever. Is there a top one? Oh, man. First hit off Lancelin's pretty cool. Um, but that, that catch to start the game, you can't, you can't write that up any, any better. It was fun to watch. Will, thanks a lot for coming by. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. That's Will Brennan, and and we've already seen a lot of him since he was called up from the minor leagues. We might be seeing a lot more even on into the postseason if he continues to swing the bat and play good defense as he has so far in his very young major league career. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from Miles Straw. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The pitch, Cronenworth drives one to deep center. On the run of straw. Track. Leaps at the wall. Made the catch. Banged up against the wall with his back and hung on. Cronenworth with a drive to dead center. And Miles Straw again showing why he's an elite defender. Racing back. Leaping up. And making the catch just before he slammed into the wall with his back. And Miles Straw has played a heck of a game in center again here today. Now Straw drives one to deep left center. This ball is going to hit the track. Bounce up against the wall. Straw hits second. He's trying for third. Here's the throw cut off, but no relay to third. How about that hustle? Miles Straw with a triple off the wall in left center. You never see that in this part. He one-hopped the wall in left center. And Correa, the shortstop and cutoff man, could not make a throw to third after taking the throw in from the outfield. And Miles Straw has his third triple. Jim Rosenhouse back with you on Guardians Weekly. We're at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. Guardians and Rangers playing this weekend here in Texas. Miles Straw has been one of the hottest hitters in baseball in the month of September. Man, he went through a tough stretch for a while. Well, we caught up with him earlier this week, and he explained what's gotten him turned around at the plate. Uh, just trying to be on time for fastballs and, you know, being able to pull them and, you know, and that, you know, that goes hand in hand, being on time and pulling baseballs. So, uh, you know, damage is done to left field, and uh, I talked to Correa about it a little bit, and he told me, you know, just pull the ball more, you know, I'll be in a better spot, and, um, you know, talking to a few guys, and, you know, obviously I've seen the results so far, and, you know, you'll hit more extra base hits, doubles, or whatever, and, um, you know, I felt pretty good with it so far. You mentioned that, uh, talking to Carlos Correa, and, and here's someone on the opposition. Um, how often does that happen in, in the game that maybe people don't realize who watch? Oh, uh, you know, we all have our, you know, friends and whatever, you know, as, or as we say, brothers on, you know, other teams, and, you know, it's just not him. It's not just him. It's other, you know, guys from other teams and stuff, and, um, you know, I feel like a lot of the MLB is just kind of like a big brotherhood, and, you know, sometimes you see things and you'll tell, you know, other guys, you know, what's going on. And, um, you know, Carlos has helped me my whole career, you know, ever since, you know, I debuted in Houston. And, um, you know, that's just that's just kind of how it is. I mean, it's definitely something that goes on more than most people think. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful for, you know, for him. And, um, you know, just working with Val and, and Victor and, you know, having those guys around too and, you know, just just to help and um, and get me out of that tough spot I was at, you know, it was huge. And, um, you know, and if there was ever a time to get going, it's now. And, you know, I'm thankful for that. And was some of it trying to get back to what was working well a year ago after the trade? Uh, yes, just kind of like positioning a little bit. And, um, you know, that's helped as well. So, 
it's starting to slowly work its way back and um you know thankfully feeling much better you've been down this road before during your time with houston uh what is it about these series that that really gets you going and gets the team going yeah, I mean, I think it's we just got to take it one day at a time. But, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, this is kind of comes down to the season here for, you know, not, I'd say both teams. But, um, you know, just coming out here and just playing our game, you know, playing how we've been playing the rest of the year, just worrying about, you know, just today. And, uh, you know, it's it's exciting. It's, it means, you know, we have something to play for. And, um, you know, that's it, that makes it extremely fun and, you know, we have a lot of young guys that haven't experienced it, and it's going to be exciting. I think, you know, I don't think this team's going to fold or, you know, really think about it too much. But, you know, like I said, just go out there and play our game, and I think we should be okay. And you're one of the few with a fair amount of, of postseason experience and pennant race experience. Um, what does that do to have having gone through that before? How does that help you when you go through it again? Um, You know, just kind of knowing what to expect with, like, crowd loudness and, you know, the noises and um you know just the intensity like the fans bring it's you know it's really exciting i think you know it's a big adrenaline boost and i think you know i i think personally these young guys are going to really enjoy it um it's something to definitely look forward to and uh you know not everyone gets to experience so it's definitely an honor and um you know hopefully we get there and uh you know just like i said keep playing one game at a time and you know if we keep playing good baseball we'll see it and um you know i'm just excited for this team you mentioned that and has it surprised you in any way the way these young kids have handled things? Because it doesn't seem like there's there's any pressure, nerves, any indicators of that during the games that are played. Um, honestly, I guess I'm a little surprised, but then again, I'm not. Um, you know, just kind of in spring training, Tito emphasized, you know, the little things we have to do to, you know, be successful this year with our uh, age group and, you know, with what we had throughout our roster. And, um, you know, we did exactly as he asked and, uh, kind of shows you know the leadership how you know how Tito runs this team and you know the leadership he brings to the field and you know if kind of you know if we do what we're told you know we're in first place we're in a great position to to you know have a chance to win this division and you know do more special things so um you, you know just our coaching staff has done an amazing job of keeping us you know on top of where we need to be and um you know credit to the rest of the team as well all the, all the players have done an amazing job um, everybody shows up to work every day. You know, we love being at the baseball field. Um, we love each other, and, um, you know, it's a big reason to why we're here. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to these upcoming games and, you know, if there's more games further ahead, looking forward to it. Well, Miles, always good to have you along. Thank you. Thank you. That is Guardians outfielder Miles Straw. What a month of September he has had, and he's looking to keep it going this weekend as the Guardians try and close out the American League Central Division title. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll hear from Rob Serpolio, a minor league report. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Into the windup and the pitch. And Abreu drives one to deep left center field. Straw on the run and Straw with a sliding catch. Oh, what a play by Straw. Into the gap in left center. He goes to a slide and makes a sensational catch. And folks, Miles Straw could very well be your American League Gold Club center fielder. 
as he made another great play. are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. No, 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 hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. <laughs> Come on. Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. Tristan McKenzie, 6'5", 165, right-hander, fastball, curve, slider. The pitch swung on, hit on the line, toward the line, and right, Brennan. Knee slide, foul ground, caught it! What a play by Will Brennan in his Major League debut in right field. He went to a knee slide as he crossed into foul territory, and Will Brennan... Made a terrific catch. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you for our final segment. And each week we try and catch up with Rob Serfolio, who's the Guardians Director of Player Development, a minor league report, and the minor league season starting to wind down now. Only Columbus at the AAA level is still playing, but some good runs at the A-ball level in the postseason. And uh, Rob Serfolio tells us about the finishes for both Lake County and Lynchburg. It certainly was a successful year for both those teams. And just, I think a huge credit goes to to our staff that's obviously with them every day and trying to balance both developing our players for the future and teaching them how to win and be a part of a team. And it's always, I think, a, a huge credit to our group when, we're able to see players really improve throughout the course of the year. And a byproduct of that's having an opportunity to win a lot of baseball games and and play for uh, some meaningful meaningful games at the end of the year. And I think it's just a great simulation for preparing our players to to win at the highest level and all parts of being, you know, a good teammate and finding a way to contribute. We, it's, it's a blessing when we get a chance to do that in the minor leagues and, both Lake County and Lynchburg had an opportunity to do that this year. You know, unfortunately, from a win-loss standpoint, we came up one win short in both directions, which which certainly is uh, is frustrating. But I think long-term, just an incredible learning opportunity for for all of our guys and staff, which which is has been tremendous. Akron did not make the postseason, so their season has been done for a little bit. But you sent three players to AAA Columbus to continue their years. John Kenzie Noel. Jose Tenup, and Brian Lavastido, who we saw at the major league level at the start of the season. Uh, let's touch on them briefly. Noel uh, looks like a, a real season of progress for him at a couple of different levels. And what did you see there that you really liked as he heads into the offseason? Yeah, so I think, you know, the the obvious strengths with John Kenzie is, is what he can do on offense. And he brings a lot of 
power potential to to the middle of the lineup and we saw him do just that you know one of the few guys that hit 30 plus home runs in across the minor leagues and and really did a great job from an overall growth standpoint as a hitter especially down the stretch and again I think this is a huge credit to Junior Batances and Mike Mergenthaler who you know were our two hitting coaches in Akron with with John Kenzie this year of really trying to take like the approach and and some of the swing decisions and and making him a complete hitter when having to adjust to obviously better pitching in double A versus high A where he started the season and and I think it's been a really great year of learning um, from a preparation and anticipation and just you know getting the right pitches to hit which has as a result I think allowed him to have a really strong last couple months of the season so just a a great job by by noel has been working with him every day and then obviously on on defense you know we've touched on this a couple times a guy that had come into the year only played third and first base in his career and and we've obviously opened up different pathways for him to to get into the lineup and and not just be in the lineup but to contribute positively in the outfield and so you know, John Kenzie started in right field for us and eventually played a lot of games in left and and maintained his ability to come into the infield as well in game. So I think just a, a great learning year for him uh, beyond some of the just the, the pure power and raw skills that he has as a hitter to kind of complement his game with defensive versatility and some of the things that our hitting groups really been working with him on to, to make him more of a complete hitter. So uh, another young player that that just continues to to get better and better despite being challenged with tougher and tougher competition. Same hold true for Jose Tena on the infield, another one of the the many, many infield prospects. Yeah, certainly. And, and again, I think, you know, Jose gets a, a lot of uh, positive attention, rightfully so, for just how good of a defender he is at shortstop. And, you know, a gold glove winner in the minor leagues last year was certainly something that was impressive. And, and a kid that went over to the fall league and, I think led the league in in several offensive categories and in double a again another younger player relative to the to the level that he was with and you know I think early in the year we saw Jose adjusting to the double a talent and and as the the season went on we saw those adjustments and just general comfort level come through and um again that's you know why we wanted to get him a taste of triple a down the stretch here so that he continues to have that experiential growth throughout the minor leagues and hopefully prepare himself long-term. How about catcher Brian Lavastida, who we saw at the start of the season? Seemed like he had a, a roller coaster year, but uh, how did things finish up for him? Yeah, a, a little bit of a roller coaster year. And obviously just with, you know, where we are roster wise and our 40 man, that, that certainly contributed to it. And, and, you know, one of his teammates, Bo Naylor had a, a tremendous start to the year and got challenged in triple a and, two guys that we want to play every day. And so there's, you know, certainly some, um, some just Ross pure roster manipulation to, to allowing those guys to get reps in game to continue to develop. And, and lava handled that, I think as good as you can ask someone to for breaking with the major league club to play in most of his games in double a and continuing to work on some of the things that, that we've asked him to on offense and defense. And um, again, you know, I, I think another guy that, just as soon as the double A season ended, we, we wanted to send him up there with both Jose and John Kenzie so that they can continue to stay ready for 
potential opportunity down the stretch and uh, just continue to have all those guys working together and learning what it's like to be on the same team because we expect them to do that hopefully long-term for us. Rob Serfolio is joining us, the Director of Player Development for the Guardians. And uh, Rob, that, that calendar, uh, it never stops for development. And in the case of several players, they'll be heading to Arizona and participate in the Arizona Fall League, that that high-prospect league. And uh, how important is it for, for the likes of Angel Martinez, Connor Cox, and David Fry, just to name a few, to get those reps in in the fall in, in what seems like a really competitive environment? Certainly is. And, you know, I think all three of those guys that you mentioned there did, you know, a lot of good things for us, whether it was on offense, defense, both. Um, and this is a league historically that has had a lot of prospects. And, you know, you look at the history of, of the league and how the, the competition level just is a, is a great primer for continued development, as you noted, and three players that were excited on the position player side that, that will go out there and represent our organization. And, you know, Angel was uh, another part of our, our long list of, of talented middle infielders that, that really had an impressive year offensively and uh, has really grown as a, as a middle infielder for us as well. Started the year in Lake County, finished in Akron, really performed in both spots um, Connor Cox, an outfielder that, you know, maybe a little under the radar name that really had a, a nice uh, end of the year, a college pick from last year's draft class that we challenged in high A. And, and I think in his first full season did a lot of positive things, especially down the stretch that we're excited to see him an extended look. And then, you know, David Fry, a little bit of an older player who's in AAA for us that has really played everywhere. Third, first, he's even popped over to second at times. And He's obviously caught for us as well, and we're expecting him to to go out to the fall league as a primary catcher and continue to develop that skill set because you know we think that he's a guy that that could potentially impact our organization in a number of different pathways, and, and we thought it would be a good opportunity for him to to really get as many everyday catching reps as as we could. So an exciting group, and uh, certainly an exciting time of year for those guys. You know, they they report here in about a week to Peoria where our team's located and then they start the the regular season for really the entire month of October and a little bit into November. Well, it should be a, a fun time for them, I'm sure. Columbus still going and uh, we'll catch up with you on the Clippers and how their season concluded. Who knows, maybe it's still going at this point in time next week, but uh, Rob, always great to have you along. Thanks. I appreciate the time, Rosie. Thank you. That's Guardians Director of Player Development, Rob Serfolio, and that's going to do it for this week's edition of Guardians Weekly. Thanks so much for joining us each and every week. We'll catch up with you again next week when the team is back home taking on the Kansas City Royals. Until then, thanks go out to Brian Matze for helping to put together our show each week. Until next week, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Classe brings the hands up and he lets it fly. Swung and drilled on the ground up the middle. Club by Jimenez. Flips to second for the out. Ball game. And the Guardians' magic number is down to three. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by... 
Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.